Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Let's go Red Wings. Electric atmosphere last night at Little Caesars Arena. The Wings pick up two points. Pick up a big emotional boost. Get this city back into hockey. John, as we watch this hockey team, we want playoff hockey. But now I think you believe there's going to be playoff hockey. I mean, yeah, you laid it out pretty simple. You got 26 games left. You're, You're two weeks away from today from the trade deadline. And the fact that you've only got six games you think there are different ways, and whether it's a big splash or they're just little things that you can improve defensively, getting to the playoffs, you feel like just even because you're up six above the cut line right now, you're in that first wild card spot. You've got 15 games against teams that aren't even in in, in playoff position. You've done everything to give yourself an advantage and get back into playoff mode. This, this is a city that, that cra- is craving playoffs. We saw what it meant for the Lions, getting the wings back into the playoffs now in the same year. And it's going to be fire. Do you remember the, the Red Wings players talking about how they wanted to see those Lions games down the stretch? Regular season, postseason, they were set aside time watching this team. Mm-hmm. Well, ta- you heard the fans at the LCA chanting, you know, golf. Yep. They, they want to be that for this city, too. And I think it was Fabry that said that yesterday. Like They saw what this city was like with the Lions, and they want to continue that momentum. And really, they have. Since January, they've been one of the best teams in the NHL, I think top five in points since the new year. This isn't like, oh, two, three games where they've gotten hot and they're going to come crashing down some point. They're a deep team. They're a good team. Mm-hmm. They rally when they get down. They, they have all the little things you'd look for out of a playoff hockey team. And a chance to add at the deadline, which is exciting. Some ticket text, 248-539-9797. Boys, Hockey Town is back. Was at my hometown bar in Clawson. Says the whole bar was engaged the entire game. When Kane scored, the bar erupted. High fives everywhere and maybe some shots. Says uh, prayers to get me through this workday, Nate in Clawson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go see town. I mean, I, I had a tough time going to sleep right away after that game. I mean, you get the juices flowing. It, it was a big game. I'm yelling at the TV. I don't do that for every game. No. Have, you, you, have you caught yourself doing that where you're like, get the puck out, clear the puck? You're, you're, you, come on, let's go. Like, yeah. I found myself that invested in the game where I'm talking. They can't hear me. I don't do that every game, but that's the kind of game that was. So let me ask you this. They're six behind Toronto, and Toronto is in that number three spot in the Atlantic. They're six ahead of the Caps right now, and... Uh, you know, two other teams, the Devils Islanders and the Islanders. And yep. Yeah. Are they closer to the Maple Leafs 
than they are the Caps, the Devils, and the Islanders. I think so. I think so. I mean, they were within a point of the Maple Leafs, I think, last weekend. Yeah. The Toronto's played a bunch of games. They played a back-to-back the other day. Matthews is locked in, but um, yeah, I think the Wings can, can keep pace and close that gap with Toronto. I'm not worried about the Capitals as much. I'm not worried about the Islanders as much. The Devils have the firepower now that they got Jack Hughes back, and eventually they'll get Dougie Hamilton back. Yeah. But that's why having a six-point cushion, maybe an eight-point cushion, you start pushing that Well, you got eight on the, on the Penguins. Right. Now, they're a good team in theory, too, but right. Gensel, their top-line winger, he he's done, I believe, for the season. It's still Malkin. It's still Crosby. Don't bury him, that whole thing. But you know, these are teams that before the season you thought you'd be trying to catch, and now they're the ones trying to keep catch up you. with the Red Wings. Yeah, and, and that's the whole thing about the mentality of the Detroit Red, Red Wings right now is are they actually closer to taking a step forward and not being a wild-card team but actually getting a seeding and – they're six points back of, of Toronto in that, or are they closer to the cut line? Because yeah, there's six on six either way. Yeah, that's a good point. Six the, and one, half dozen in the uh, other. There you go. The difference in being the three seed in your division versus the wild card for the first round is, is matchups, but deeper in the playoffs, it could be home ice because all these upsets happened. Last year, Colorado got bounced in the first round. Boston got bounced in the first round by wild card teams. Couple more ticket texts. 248-539-9797. Kane has proven he can play. I would extend him by the end of the season. Three to five more years. Let him retire here. That's from Jarrett. It does feel like he's gonna he's gonna be here beyond this season. He likes being here. He picked here. And he's been as instrumental as any player in turning this around. And I think he feels it. I feel like he, while he's not a, a Detroiter, he played most of his career for the Blackhawks, respects a great hockey market. Yeah, and relishes the opportunity to play here. He 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 said, even the, the the cliche stuff. The winged wheel is a cool logo. I mean, he he's a hockey guy. Everybody right. talks about his hockey IQ, his hockey acumen. You can see it the way he plays, where he's always a pass or two ahead. But he's a hockey junkie. He's a hockey nerd. This is an original six city, and you're a part right. of this. Well, and and you're part of turning it back to what it should be, and that's hockey town. Yeah. And where where we're having these discussions on the regular, and it's not. It's it's not the initial excitement as in a watershed moment of an overtime game in February, but hopefully in years to come, it's all season long. Hey, l- what are they doing to make sure that they they extend their run in the playoffs? Not just how do they get into the playoffs? Yeah, this one says I'm fully invested this year. It's different because of special teams. Texture says they're a mediocre team, but they have good special teams, and it's leading the way for them right now. I need to see better five-on-five play, but I think they can win a playoff series. This is something to be excited about. Sam and GR, the penalty kill has been very good lately. Mm -hmm. And the power play, they've been tinkering with it, but they don't, Lalone says they don't have, like a lot of teams have the one power play where they just jam all their best players on. They've split them up. I mean, Cannon to bring it on one. They'll put Larkin on the other one with... with, um, They got so many goal scorers. Yeah, exactly, that they... They can roll two different power play units, and you can ride yeah. the hot hand or whatever unit's putting better chances on net. Ticket Texture says, I've been following with great enthusiasm over the last two seasons. The chemistry is really coming together. They have the pieces to win. Beat last two champs and split with Boston. Team can go deep. Cannot be a seller. Kane and Perron are invaluable teachers for those rookies, Kevin in Beverly Hills. Yeah, I mean, they're two guys that possess the puck, too, and that's... When the Wings were at their best, it looked like they were playing a different game than everybody else. They'd play keep away. They'd always have the puck on their stick. They, 
tape to tape. Nobody could ever take it off their off their stick. They did a little bit of it against Colorado last night. There was a stretch where I'm like, boy, they're just they're owning the zone. They're just hanging out in Colorado's zone. They weren't getting shots on net, but they were playing with the puck, and that's what the more skilled teams do. You can't score if you don't have it. And they really kept Colorado from generating chances for stretches in that game. And, and you're talking about in the last, since January. Yeah. The fact that this is a team that has played much better defense. All season long, they've been a goal-scoring team. But when it comes down to it, you've got to be able to win the games where they're, they're one-goal games. Or you get into overtime and you need, you need that extra point. And this is a time where all of those points are going to keep you above that cut line. It's going to keep you in that position to where everybody who's chasing you is just simply going to run out of time. 248-539-9797. Brandon Shelby Township. Brandon, good morning. How you feeling? Good. How about you guys? Good. Amazing. So I was at the game last night, and a couple of things. One, there's a lot of Avalanche fans, and it made it awesome because it had that old-school 97 rivalry feeling. And um, not only that, but we had McCarty set off the horn yesterday, so everybody got pumped up. They showed a video on the Jumbotron of uh, Claude Lemieux turtling uh, through the third period, and that's about the time that we scored the goal to tie it up. Uh, just all those things together made it a playoff like vibe in the arena. Everybody was going crazy, singing Journey. Like it had that old school, you know, vibe to it. Yeah, that was the sentiment from the people we've talked to that were at the game is that this was one of those throwback moments. Yeah, it one was those, a playoff like, atmosphere. Yeah, well, and in some ways, kind of that nostalgia of like, hey, this is what it used to be like. Well, and and we talked about that yesterday, like the rivalry with Colorado. It just it hasn't felt like a rivalry because they're in the West now and it's been such a long time. And and honestly, the Wings haven't held up their end of the bargain. That was the first win at the LCA against Colorado. It's crazy. The they, last win yeah. they had against them was in when was in the Joe, and that was in 2017. Yeah, ten meetings. Ten straight losses to the Colorado Avalanche. Two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. We have Red Wing fans that want to get involved with the show. Today is the day to celebrate this hockey team and celebrate what's yet to come. That's the best part. It's 97-1. Hey, get buckets with your first bet on FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook right now. New customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. That's $150 if your bet just simply wins. You can bet on all your favorite NBA players and teams with quick bets, live same-game parlays, exclusive props, and you can take a look at the app. They've got some parlays already built for you. You can build your own. All you got to do is visit FanDuel.com slash Jansen to sign up and shoot your shot. FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NBA, must be 21 or over and present in Michigan. First online real money wager, only $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as now with trouble. Bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problems? Call 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 
Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to At Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. It's a great call from Ken Cal. Great game for the city of Detroit. Talking Red Wings this morning, and why not? I mean, that game was an emotional game. It was a game that, for a lot of people, got you back invested into this hockey team. They beat the Avalanche. Did it in a low-scoring playoff kind of way, in a playoff kind of atmosphere as the fan base was going after it. It's interesting too. You mentioned it's emotional, and you know when you watch that, and you you said this last night, and I've I've since seen seen the replay. Like there, you could see clear emotion on Patrick Kane's face. What was it about last night that was so emotional for him? Was it just the fact that hey, it was a game winner? It was maybe he feels like he's a hundred percent back. It's it's the the fact that he was able to do something for a team that. I mean, I don't know what it was. What was different about that one versus at any moment prior to that? Yeah, I mean, the guys won Stanley Cups. Yeah. And and this was a regular season game in February. But I don't know, maybe some of it is that his career flashed before his eyes with the hip injury. And maybe while he always believed in himself, you have to as a professional athlete, you also want to see it. You want, yeah, and, you want to see it, you want to feel it. And I think he's feeling it right now. Points in six straight games. He had spoken before the game and said well, they could beat anybody in a seven-game series. Well, he go out and back it up in a game against Colorado. Yeah. I think it says a lot about this hockey team. And it's Larkin, who now has 50 points in 50 games. His speed is the thing that sets up that Kane play. And I know there's the debate, is he you know an elite center? No, probably not. But he's getting the job done. He's getting the job done. He's centering the top line. He goes up against the other team's best. He's really turned a corner in the new year like the team has. He's leading them with his play as well as, you know, wearing the C on the sweater. And Kane now, I think it's nearly a point per game. It's the 24 points in 25 games or the other way around. Those guys are leading them. But it's it's not like they're top heavy. They don't rely on one or two stars to carry them. It's 12 players with 10 or more goals. Their defense has been Wallman Sider, that pairing carrying a lot of the weight. But I think Ben Sherratt's playing better, as they're mm-hmm. calling him uh, OT Benny. He had an assist on the OT winner, too. And they can still add. I would like to see, ideally, them add a blue liner before the deadline to just bolster that group. Someone who blocks shots, someone who plays gritty playoff hockey, someone who helps this team. Simon Edvinson may get a call up between now and then, too. um, But he's still a young player. Can they keep that defense going? Alex Lyon continue playing well. And they're going to get an offense that you know most nights can dig out of a deficit if if they trail. And they trailed in that game last night. 248-539-9797. 248-539-9797. Texter says the most exciting Wings team in 10 years. Another one says, I love that you guys are finally talking hockey. He says this is hockey town. We should be talking about this team. Another one says, I don't even watch hockey, but I watched last night. I was going crazy in my hotel room. That's Jason in Traverse City says, go Red Wings. Yeah, this did I, they feel finally like a game given bigger. us something to talk about. It felt like a game bigger than, than just for the hockey fans, right? I mean, to, to that point it felt like a game where even if they're not typically on your radar they are now and that's what we've been checking in with today Matthew you're next you're on 97.1 hey Jim good morning I am all in on this Red Wings team it have been since opening nights we're actually heading out to Chicago this weekend to watch the game on Sunday see Patty Kane's first trip back to Chicago 
also happens to be Chelios' uh, jersey retirement retirement night, so it's going to be a great game. I'm treating the next four games as must-win to solidify a spot in the postseason. Let's go. You can't clinch in the next four, but it would do some damage. You're right. St. Louis, Chicago, Washington, New York, specifically Washington, New York, two teams just outside of that final playoff spot. Yeah, the next, about the next week. Yeah, next week. Those are the four games they're going to play. Well, yeah, I mean, you talk about the next week. So it's it's the next two weeks. You got six games in the two weeks leading up to the trade deadline, and you can you're not going to clinch a playoff spot, but you certainly can secure one, and yeah. and make it much more secure because you're going to be you know at that point you're going to be 20 games left, and hopefully instead of being up six, maybe you're up eight, possibly nine. If you can increase that distance at that point, if you're up nine points with 20 left. I mean, you, yeah, you're not clinched it, but that's pretty damn secure. You make it damn near impossible for the other yeah. team. They got to go on like a seven, eight game win streak at the end of the season. You want just to get even, yeah, just, just to keep up with you. It's a good point. And again, the deadline opens up the door for the the Red Wings to add, but also some other teams are probably going to have to bow out. Like I'm yeah, looking around gonna the league, sell. they're going to have to. Like Pittsburgh is is out right now, and and I don't know if they can justifiably add anything right now. And and team like Calgary out west may be selling off some pieces that could help the Red Wings on on that second pair defense, whether it's Hannafin or Tanev, there's going to be some names to monitor in the next couple weeks. And I think Iserman is getting to a point where he's done this quote the right way. Mm -hmm. He's done this the patient, pragmatic way. He didn't get gifted a star in the draft, but he found one in Patrick Kane through others. You know, good GMs find a way they scour free agency and trades and try to capitalize when he can to bring it. Another example, capitalize on a trade. You start to turn the corner you start to change your philosophy. We get to monitor how seriously Iserman takes this. You know, as much as we're having a good time, his investment is going to be obvious when we get to March 8th. 248-539-9797. Texter says, watching on my sofa alone all last night after both goals, fist bumping. I haven't done that a long time. In a long, long time. Fist bumping with himself. Yeah, just like, let's go! <laughs> get your mind out of the gutter, John. No, fist... Oh, he said fist pumping. I thought you said fist bumping. I'm like, are you, you know, <laughs> bump, giving yourself one? Giving yourself one. Yeah, the fist pump. Come on, man. Get your head out of the gutter. Talking about me doing it. All right. We got Heather with the news. Of course you do. (laughs) Sorry. When things get awkward, throw it to me. I got it. Uh Uh, Yeah. Sometimes I do that too. Yes. Okay. 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 (laughs) All the greatest hits. I don't even remember where some of those are from. Who knows? Who knows? Um, an off-duty Detroit police officer was arrested after a car crash last weekend in Clinton Township and is suspected of drunk driving. In a statement by the Detroit Police Department, they say these alleged actions are disappointing and they say that there is a high standard of conduct that all Detroit police officers have sworn to uphold and under no circumstances will the department condone acts of drunk driving by any of its members. And of course, now the matter is under investigation. They say the officer has also been placed on an administrative duty status. Former Michigan defensive tackle Mozzie Smith let some very valuable items slip through his fingers. A guy on TikTok who actually buys storage units posted a video on Friday morning showing one of the units that he just purchased. And inside of that unit, there were tons of team-issued Michigan football gear and a defensive 
playbook from the 2022 <gasps> Michigan key team. Yes, there was also um, some Legos, some expensive like high-end clothing, um, a giant gun safe. There was also more Michigan gear in there as well. The man says that he paid about 1800 bucks for the unit, but the contents will well exceed that in value. So did he buy, did Mozzie just put this up or did he just abandon it? I think Is that he just what it wasn't was? paying for it. Yeah. So when yeah. you stop making payments and. Yeah. Eventually somebody takes some, it over. Yeah. Exactly. And this guy did just that. It's like storage wars. Remember mm-hmm. that show? Might still be on. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I used well, to watch it. as we know, Mozzie keeps his gun with him. Nothing. Yes. Nothing. No, I, I'm surprised you made that joke. I'm a little <laughs> impressed. It's right there. Um, unfortunately, listen to this. An argument over spitting in a sink led to a murder oh at a Pontiac apartment. Yes. So according to police, multiple people were at this home. It was on Wednesday when a 22-year-old man went and spit in the sink, right? And the apartment owner, Cornelius James Jones, told that guy, get out of here. That's disrespectful. I want you out of my place. Well, that guy decided, you're not going to tell me what to do, pulled out a gun and shot Jones multiple times over that, over spitting in a sink. The shooter and a second 22-year-old man who investigators are calling an accomplice ran away after the shooting. Deputies found and arrested the accomplice right away. The shooter ultimately led deputies on a lengthy chase. Some canines were brought in and found him and he was arrested. Tiger Woods' 15-year-old son, Charlie, was hoping to compete at the next um, next week's PGA event. It was in Palm Beach Gardens, but his dreams came to an end after he shot a 16 over par, 86 in this pre-qualifying event. So he's not going to make it there. He, he was doing all right in the beginning and then um, put uh, like a 12 on a par four at the seventh hole and just kind of lost all hopes and... Anyway, he's not going to make it there. Tiger was um, a 16-year-old amateur when he played his first U.S. PGA event back in 1992. Phenom. Yeah, yes. Uh, If you're into movies, there's a company looking to pay somebody 2,000 bucks to watch all 10 Best Picture nominees. And they're also going to give this person um, a new TV and a $500 DoorDash gift card so you can buy, you know, snacks, popcorn, food, whatever you need to watch all the movies. How do I sign up? Then um, you can go online. There's a link. Okay. It sounds super easy. I mean, you got to be. You got to watch all ten best movies. picture and, nominees. Yes, and then after you watch all the movies, you have to predict the Oscar winners for best picture, best director, best actor, best actress, supporting actor, or supporting actress, and then you have to rate each film in some different criteria. Okay, not mm. that difficult, but sounds like a lot of work. Nah, if you're a movie. But you got to be in the movies. Like some of these movies, yeah. I'm like, oh, totally. I'll watch a couple of these, right. but I don't want to watch all of well, them. Yeah, ten, ten of them, movies. There's going to be a whole bunch but of them that are not in your, yeah, that's like, like three and a half hours. Yeah. They're not in your wheel. And I just Googled some of them because I never heard of them. And they're like, I like the actors or actresses in them, but I don't know if I want to watch the movie. They're like, they're really out there type yeah. movies. Yeah. Why is it always like that? Not to get into the Because those picture. are the most creative Maybe the artsy, the artsy, the artsy ones. ones. Yeah. yeah, not necessarily. Well, I was going to say not necessarily the most entertaining, but they probably are for the right person. Right, it's got to be in your genre. Yeah. Yep. Right in your wheelhouse. Oh, I got one more. Yeah, go um, for it. So the world's oldest dog, Bobby. You guys has just been stripped of his Guinness World Record. Oh no. Yeah, I know. He was named the oldest dog ever by Guinness World Records back in February of last year, and then he passed away in October at the age of thirty-one. 
Human years? I think so. Wow. Um, so how did he get stripped of his title? Well, so he was given the title, got the award, and then they do that. in January, there was an investigation that was raised into questions about his actual age. And in the end, Guinness World Records was left with no conclusive evidence that they can definitively prove that Bobby was actually 31 years old. So they said, no, nope, we're pulling it. You don't get it anymore. Mm. Yeah. Yep. Controversy in the uh, the dog age. I know, yeah. poor Bobby, yeah. wagging his paw at Congress like Rafael Palmero. <laughs> oh, God, Heather <laughs> with the news. Nine oh two. Apparently, we got an issue with the afternoon show. We'll get to that in the nine o'clock hour. Coming up next, former Detroit Lion with some thoughts on tipping culture. It's ninety seven one. When you're ready for a new truck, MoranExpress.com. It's that easy. Get the easy way to get the best price at MoranExpress.com. Search their inventory, top models, hardworking Silverado, perfect for hauling whatever you need. And yeah, always thinking about tailgating. It'll get you set up for tailgating too. Right now, you can lease a 2024 Silverado four-wheel drive crew cab from Moran Chevrolet for only $199 a month. 24-month lease, $999 down. Pick up your new truck or if you're lazy, you can have it delivered directly. It's no shame in that game. They'll put it right to your door. How easy is that? Moran Chevrolet, where you always get the best price, period. On Gratiot, north of 15 Mile in Clinton Township. Chevrolet, together, let's drive. Ken Cal's call. It's 97.1-902. I said the afternoon show has an issue with us. It's really with me. We'll get to that to start the 9 o'clock hour. Rick, you're on hold. You're on 97.1. Hey, what's going on, guys? How are we doing this morning? Good. Hey, you know, last night, man, I will tell you what, I was at the game, and that was probably the most playoff-like atmosphere I've ever felt since going to that arena, you know? Like, obviously, like, that gave me, like, reminiscence of, like, the Joe feelings. Like, it was crazy. And it's finally crazy to see that the team, now that Patrick Kane has been around a little while, I never had issues with Patrick Kane because he was putting up points and doing everything he had to do, but he looked like the rest he made the rest of the team have to kind of reshuffle themselves mm-hmm. and rework their chemistry. Yeah, I think there was something to, to say there, but I think at this point they've kind of adjusted to each other, right? Are you yeah. seeing that? Oh, yeah, of course. Now that everyone's kind of got their place out, it seems like they've all really adjusted. And you guys were talking a little bit about uh, the playoffs a little bit and mm-hmm. how the Wings are in the playoff spot. And, you know, for me, I kind of, in my opinion, I think it's like, Let's wait till like, the second week of March. I'm on the hype of them being in a playoff spot. But, you know, there's just those last couple of years that they've kind of been on the cusp. You know, this year's a little different because they're in a playoff spot. I think you still got to just hold that little bit of, like, you know, we're just we're not sure yet, but we're really confident. Yeah, Rick, I, so wait, someone ticket texted in earlier and said that today is 99 days that they have been in a playoff spot. Tomorrow will be 100 days that's already double what it was last season. Yeah. Like there, there is a bit of an anchor There's here. There's so that much more confidence. Yeah, they've solidified it much better than they did the year before. Oh yeah, for sure. It's it's been a crazy. This is actually my first season as a season ticket holder, and I remember just like going into the season, I was like, okay, we can't get too excited when you know January rolls around. I personally got a little worried this year when December rolled yep. around. I was kind of like, oh no, Uh-oh. here we go again. Yep. Felt you. Felt it right there with you. Appreciate it, Rick. Red Wings are a big topic of conversation. We've been talking about them. We'll get back into them into the 9 o'clock hour. And Dominican Sue, former Detroit Lion, he had this big 
Twitter thread about tipping culture. He said he spent more time abroad recently and he got used to not tipping. So we went in and did some research and wanted to learn more about tipping. And he talks about how tipping started and, you know, some of his thoughts. But as you go through, he brings up a couple interesting notes. He says, my opinion after spending time abroad is that tipping isn't the service incentive people think it is. Most folks would rather have a high, steady paycheck than an income which relies on pandering. In a perfect world, people would get paid fairly, restaurants would make money, and we'd all get great service. He says, I don't know if it could be done in the U.S., but I'd like to see it tried with more seriousness. Points out that you know, tipping is kind of the, the way that the businesses have passed on paying their own employees and passed it on to you and me. John, what are your criteria when you tip and when you don't tip? I've got my own philosophy on it, but we can open up the phones, 248-539-9797. Sue brings up some good points. I got no issue at a restaurant tipping 20 25%, but it's these iPads that they spin around and put in your face when you go pick right. up a carry-out order. Like, has, has this gone overboard? Oh, it's, yeah, there are so many different areas where it's gone overboard, and, and I think it, it has to do with, with a lot of people going cashless. And maybe it's the the credit card companies themselves that they put this option in there. And I don't know if companies right now can say, hey, we want the option to tip or not. But like at, at McDonald's, like I'm not going to leave a tip. It, it, it's just not the place for it. So when we and we talked about this topic earlier. When I go get my hair cut at the barber, I, th- that's a place where I will leave a tip um, at a restaurant where there's somebody that's actually you know, taking your order, going back to the cook giving them the order, they're going to bring it back out, they come out, they serve you drinks, they, they do a service for you in that situation, I'm going to leave a tip. Now, the size of the tip will be dependent upon how the job that you do, but it all starts at, for me, it starts at 15%, and then you either go up or down from that, from that point. But I'm not going to... There's a yogurt shop that we, we go to quite a bit where you actually fill your own yogurt put your own topics on, and then all you do is set it on a scale to measure how much it weighs. And then they'll ask you, would you like to tip? Wait a second. Am I, am I giving myself a tip? Like, I did all the work putting this together. Thank you for hitting the pay button, but no, I don't want to leave a tip. Well, I always wonder in those spots, too. Am I tipping the person across the counter or am I tipping the the business and the slush fund for the company who's not paying this person enough anyway and they're sitting there pandering for tips? It puts these people behind the counter in a weird spot. And some of them are like, hey, a little uncomfortable, pick whatever you want, you don't have to tip. It's this awkward exchange that has become common now. Yeah, I don't mind when you see it on the iPad and there's no verbal exchange, but when it's like... There, we're face to face, and I just went I, yesterday. I went and got a smoothie through a drive-through, yeah. and the girl behind the counter took my credit card. Do you want to leave a tip? And I hate that because she's looking at me in the eye, and I'm looking at her, and I'm like, No, I don't. <laughs> no, you had to verbalize then, it. Yeah, I don't like. I, it makes me feel uncomfortable. She probably maybe felt a little uncomfortable, no. and I was like, No, I don't. Thank you, you know, but thank you for handing me this, you know, thank you. Can I, can you, can you hand me my stuff awkward. before I answer? Yes. <laughs> I don't like that. I don't mind it on the iPad. I just hit no or I hit yeah. yes, whatever I feel is appropriate. Yeah. That I'm okay with, but it's when it's like verbal. We also went and um, recently on our date night, we did that axe throwing, yeah. which was super fun. Um, but it was in our face almost the whole time about leaving the 
I guess you could call him the instructor, a tip. When we signed our waiver, the woman kept telling us, hey, just so you know, there's a form for the tip in there. Don't forget to leave a tip. Make sure you tip. And even the instructor himself kept saying, yeah, just so you know, you know, you can leave me a tip at the end of this. And I was like, okay, I get the, I get yep. it. But then in my head, I just kept saying, what what am I tipping you for? Like, are you I know you have to go over the rules yep. so that we don't throw an axe at somebody else don't or we off. don't hit our. Yeah, we don't injure ourselves. I understand that. But beyond that, what service are you providing that requires a tip? And we did kept asking ourselves, like, do we should we tip? What are we tipping for? How much tip do we leave? But we kept hearing that over and over and over. And I don't yeah. like that where it's drilled in our head here's, over and over. Leave a tip, leave a tip, leave a tip. Here's a question. All right. So if you, we all do the order online now, especially for restaurants that we would, we in, in it now, we may go in and sit down. You go in and sit down at a restaurant and they do have the servers. You typically leave a tip. For sure. You always tip. Now you order online and you simply pick it up. Same food. And they are gathering the food like they would if they were serving you in the restaurant. Now there's no drink service, but do you is is that the one like where a you carry out order? Do you yeah. tip on that? Do you tip on I that don't. one? I don't. But during the pandemic, we were tipping on everything. I felt like yeah. because everyone was struggling, and so we were tipping on carry out. And then it kind of slowly decreased on how much we were leaving. And then now I'm to the point where I'm not tipping on carry out orders. Yeah, because that's how it was. Pre-pandemic, I never tipped no, on carryout orders before. If I go pick up my own pizza or my own dinner, right. yeah. I pay for it. Here's your 18 bucks, right. and then I leave. If you deliver the pizza to me, of course I'll you tip. tip you. If you yes. wait on me at the restaurant, of course, yes. minimum 20% is my deal. I get a haircut more than 20% yes. for me, and I know... You Make know, sure well, you're tipping your hairstylist. Of course. Your dog groomer, tip them too. Sure, but if yes. I'm just at in line and you're making a sandwich... John, you, you don't... I get out the hose. That's fine because so you're not paying. You're not tip, yeah, you tip yourself. <laughs> Grooming a dog is a lot of work. Tip your tip your groomer. But Sue's bigger point was we shouldn't do tips like at all in these restaurants. Like we should get to a point where the restaurants are paying their workers enough to where they don't rely on you and sure. me to tip because that's that's not how it's done in other places. But it's become are a way you ready be for the bill to increase without anything happening? You know, like the, the food's not going to get any better. You're not going to get any more food. But that that cost right now it's your option. To pay that cost. And if they are going to pay their employees more, I would imagine that 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 cost will still be put off onto the patron and you will. Yeah, but it goes both ways. If, If you raise your prices too high, you go to a competitor instead, right? Yeah, but I would imagine to, to, to stay above water. I don't know. The restaurant business is one that I don't understand. I know it's a very tough business Su- to, Su- to Su- be Su- able says to make he money. Owns yeah. some restaurants because this is a tough business, apparently. To- I'm okay with that if the server does a great job, does their job. If they're going to make a regular amount of money and their restaurant's paying them, and I have to pay more for my meal because yeah. I'm okay with paying more if the service is is great. You're like, right, that's but where you don't have a choice in. at that point. I know. Yeah. Well, that's where the problem is because you can tip. If your service sucks, maybe you don't leave as much of a tip. That's up to you. Right. If your service is great, you leave a great tip. So if the restaurant's going to pay their servers and I'm not going to be tipping anymore, but I'm paying more, I would expect great service. It's not going to be guaranteed. So how would you feel if the system switched to where we did not have tipping at all? Two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. Let's start with Dean and Milford. Mean Dean, what's up? Hey, how's it going, guys? What's up? Good. 
I, I think all of this tipping is absolutely ridiculous. It's uh, my favorite thing to do is when I go and pick up my food, and they're like, oh, do you want to leave a tip? Simply ask why. Why? <laughs> why do you deserve a tip? They didn't do anything. Make I don't ask for anyone. Like, does, does anyone tip the people that put um, all of your groceries in your bag when you go to the grocery store? No. No? Do you tip the people that turn around and grab your Tim Hortons from the person standing there and hand it to you out the window? No. 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 The drive through no. You shouldn't be tipping for things that aren't necessary. The only people that should receive a tip are the individuals that are paid less money because of the job that they do, like servers and mm-hmm. things along those lines. Or if you have someone delivering something big to your house or someone's doing something for you, like you guys are talking about the groomers and all that stuff. And then if you do tip people, don't be the du- don't be the person. Sorry, I almost cussed. Don't be the person <laughs> that yourself. pays them a tip in their credit card. What you want to do is Leave screw cash. over the government and help them more by paying in cash. Bingo. That's right. John's on board. Love it. Yeah. Doing good stuff. Appreciate you. Two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. We'll get more responses. Your rules, the etiquette, tipping culture out of control. What if it was just gone altogether? It's ninety seven one. Hey, when it comes to managing your finances, you need a bank that gets you and is genuinely interested in your success. That's why I bank with First Merchants Bank. Whether it's your business banking or day to day personal banking, First Merchants Bank is one hundred percent interested in helping you prosper. First Merchants Bankers are attentive. They take the time to get to know me. They ask me questions. They ask me about my family. They ask me about my situation. And they built a plan, a financial plan that fit my situation. They'll do the same thing for you. And when you make the switch to First Merchants Bank, you're also going to get access to their highly rated mobile banking app with innovative personal finance tools. They're also deeply connected to the community's needs because it's their community as well. And they volunteer and donate on a regular basis to local causes to ensure that we all prosper together. This is the difference of 100% interest in you. For a better banking experience, visit firstmerchants.com. That's firstmerchants.com. First Merchants Bank, helping you prosper. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Former Lion and Dama Kinsu with some deep thoughts on tipping culture, pointing out that restaurants have passed the buck on paying their employees to us. He said he did a lot of traveling abroad, got used to not tipping. So we're talking about it. 248-539-9797. We've got Pat next up. Pat, you're on 97.1. Hi, guys. Um, yeah, it, tipping, it's definitely gotten out of hand. And unfortunately, I think it's affected, you know, the main purpose that it served for the waitresses and the restaurants. You know, like John even mentioned, with, you wouldn't do it at McDonald's. Well, I've seen drive through windows where they do have the tip you know, a tip jar. But yeah. um, what I just experienced was uh, went to a dueling pianos bar. You paid $30 a seat and saw this great performance. Every other song they were pushing the tipping, you know, someone to tip $20 for a song and they're encouraging you to spend 21 to stop the song. You know, it just got to be so much. It was, it took over the performance, you know, it, it was just very frustrating to see. It's like, no, you guys are paid well. Just, you don't have to remind me every other song to, to give you more money. They're playing the same set of songs regardless. Yeah. yeah, and that's, that's a tough... I, doing piano bars, that's their thing, though, right? They want right. you to stop the music by paying, and then they always try to tr- get the whole audience to bid against themselves, and then it sure. turns into an auction more than a performance, and then you're not having a good time. Pat, I'm with you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it, it just took away from it. It was a good performance, but it just got to be a bit much, you know? Well, and that's kind of where this is at, this whole a bit much. You flip the iPad around, and I got I to gotta face this person and tell them... No. no, I'm not going to tip you, and I and I don't. Well, you don't have to tell them. No, you just hit. Well, you no. tell them whether you t- they, they they see it. Yeah, 
But it's, I mean, I'm, I, I, I don't know how often I would do it, but I love Mean Dean's question. The why? Yeah. What wh- for? Wh- why? What for? Yeah. What, what, what did you do? But would you actually do that? No, you're that's like, that's why I said I don't think I would do it very often. Yeah. Challenging this this poor employee who's like, uh, they tell me I just got to spin the iPad around. It's our thing. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not trying to shake you down for money, but it does feel like no. you're getting shaken down for money. Yeah. Jason in Belleville, you're on 97.1. Hey, Cookies, how are you guys? What's up? Hey, so I have a tipping question for you. So I heard you say, uh, you know, naturally you tip your hairstylist. What if you go to a person... Like, say they cut your hair out of your house and they charge $30. Do you still tip yes. 20%? Because it's like they already get the full 30 Yes. Yeah, but they're performing yes. a service you to you. Mm-hmm. Okay. I just want to make sure because I, I do it, but I was just like, I wasn't really sure if this is the rule or not. So another question would be because you said they perform a service. What if someone comes and does maintenance on your house? Do you tip them? They performed a service. Uh, th- I don't. It's a tricky question. I never know what to do. It depends, yeah. I guess, what they're doing. Right. Um, if we have a delivery of, like, somebody mentioned that, like, a huge piece of furniture. They, they're assembling the furniture. They put together this huge sectional. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. If they're coming to check out my water heater because there's an issue. Right. No. 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 See, it's weird, though. It's the arbitrariness of this. And that was kind of Sue's point is in traveling around outside the U.S., you don't have these dilemmas or questions you just pay for what you yeah, pay for. Yeah, because it's not a part of the culture, yes. But they're also paying their employees, at least as more. it's being reported, yes. yeah, they're paying them more. Yeah, and your point was it's going to get passed on to us one way or one another. One way or another, you're paying it. Now it's just your choice. Let's get to Alex in Grand Blank. Alex, you're on 97.1. Hey, hey, guys and gal, thanks for taking my call. I have a little bit of a different uh, viewpoint on the tipping. If, if, if I go into a you know pizza place or a food service place and it's a younger worker like a high schooler for example i usually will leave a couple dollars just because you know not that long ago i was kind of in that spot working food service in high school trying to pay for gas things like that and you know at the end of the night if if i could bring in even an extra you know ten dollars on tips i mean that's a big deal because at that time you're only maybe making ten dollars an hour that's like a whole extra hour of work so if it's a younger person i mean i i don't really mind it i mean I, especially if they're friendly and they're you're, you know they're in there working hard they're also going to school so i mean just a little bit of a different viewpoint on it. Thanks for taking my call, guys. Yeah, and if it makes you feel good to do that's it. like nice. Yeah, and, but the difference is if it's not asked and you just do it because you want to, that's kind of the best version yeah. of it, right? Yeah. Like you like that particular restaurant. You go all the time. You want to tip a little extra. Help them out, right? Everybody's trying to keep the lights on. Yeah. That's cool. That's your choice. But you don't want to feel like you're being shaken down for it. Yeah, I mean, everywhere. It's, it just feels like right now, everywhere you go, and whether it's at a fast food restaurant, it's a coffee shop, it's a you know it's a typical sit down restaurant, it's at a ball game, uh, you know you're always faced with adding an expense to something that you're doing. And sometimes it feels like it's appropriate. Other times it feels like it's just you're always constantly being bombarded and and asked for money. Mark in a truck, you're on ninety seven one. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, good morning. Hey, so this subject kind of sensitive to me. As somebody who uh, has always been a generous tipper, I feel like we're kind of taking advantage of that. You know, everywhere you go, I mean, you can go into Taco Bell or fast food places and not ask you to tip or leave some kind of generous amount or round up or whatever. But the point of my call, I'm going to get to as quick as I can. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of us have delivered pizzas when we were younger. And what places are doing now is they're adding a delivery charge 
onto the price of the pizza. That used to go to the driver. And then the driver would also get whatever tip that you hand them, 2 $3. Mm-hmm. And you'd make some pretty good money delivering pizzas. But now that delivery charge is going to the pizza place, and the driver's only seeing whatever you tip them. Even though your pizza has 5 6 $7 of delivery charges on it, that driver who's using his car and his gas isn't getting any of that. And I, I hate it because I'm a generous tipper, and I feel like the drivers and, and people like, you know, wait staffs, they're kind of getting shafted on this because we are getting bombarded so much that – it's just it's overwhelming at times, and it's getting it's getting to be a bit ridiculous. Well, that is a good point about if you're tipping, you want to make sure you're actually getting that money to the person who did the job. But a traditional like waiter or waitress, they're getting the tip. Yeah. If you're the pizza person and some of the charges going back to the the, the company, you're like, well, I don't look comfortable. I'm trying to tip the person who did the work, or at these places where they spin the iPad. If I'm just tipping not giving them the cash, is this going to be split with the team later? I'd much rather hand the person over the counter the actual tip for the work they did, if I believe they deserved it, than just throw it into this general slush fund for the business, which could just be paying the person an extra buck or something. Right, well, and and here's the other thing. When you're, when you're paying the tip via your credit card, it just adds to the credit card fee. Yep. That, that the, the, the business owner is ultimately paying, so the, the person that you're tipping... Whether or not it is one that is shared, even if it all goes directly to them, it's not all going directly to them because the credit card company's got their their gr- greedy paws in there. We got people want to talk about it. It's it's ever present, ever part of your life. We're not going to turn people away, but we know the big story today. It's a car flag Friday, and the Red Wings got the job done last night. People are feeling good about our hockey team. We're going to get back into hockey in the nine o'clock hour. Coming up next, the issue that the afternoon show apparently has with me. It's ninety-seven-one. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.